Welcome back to Going Long. I'm first coming at your recap. No, not recap. My bad. Still getting in there. Coming at your preview Friday. It'll be when this rolls out. Preview Friday. The preview pod. The preview pod, right? The preview pod. Is that what we're calling that? I don't know if that should be the name of it. No. <clears throat> anyway, no, you messed up. You messed up the recap part of it. So you know we're not. We're not. In, we gotta. We gotta work into mood of the pod so we're not making it decisions is. yet we we are we're still transitioning to this this two-parter for the week we used to just cram it all into one but making a transition but you know what we'll get it ironed out eventually all the great ones do anyways let's start with some news broke today two big transactions today we got obj to a team that we just discussed that wasn't even on anybody's list that we saw anyway. And then we got Cam going back home to where he became Superman. So Cam, back to the Panthers. We'll get there in a second. But we'll start with OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. to the L.A. Rams. What? The you Rams? that right. He's going Hollywood. He's going Hollywood. Not the Packers. Not the Saints. Not the Pats. But the Rams. Not the Chiefs. Not the Chiefs. All those teams were supposedly the top dogs, and the Rams come out of nowhere and sweep them up. They're turning into the Lakers, that's for sure. They really are. And uh, to see that LeBron jumped on right away and uh, welcomed him to L.A., I mean, right away I thought to myself, I'm like, that's all this move is. is Seth, like you said, it's Hollywood. Like, I don't truly think football weighed that much in this decision. It was like, yeah, the Rams look good. They're all bought in, you know, with Von Miller, Matt Stafford. But um, I truly, that's how I feel. Like Odell's not that old of a player. Like he could have grown with KC, you know, if he was really about win now, he would have put the Packers over the top in the NFC. But um, you would think, right? You would really think that now I'm not going to sit here and poo poo the Rams. Like, don't get me wrong. The Rams, even before Odell, I thought were a threat to the throne for sure. But um, no, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I do think personally, I'm not a huge Odell fan, but I do think it Hollywood played a role in this for sure. Warm weather, LA, everything. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, just their overall push that they've kind of shown in the past two years. If you want to go with, you can even start with Jalen, move on to Stafford, uh, you know, Von um, Miller a week ago. They're they're going crazy. They're going crazy. What about uh, what about the GM's cup? Did you guys see that? No. Fuck them picks. Fuck, the, fuck them picks. <laughs> I, I mean, that. that's how they're doing it. Pretty. Much. I mean, they haven't given up any picks for Odell, but still, I mean, everybody else pretty much. But yeah, who, who I can cares about a that, pick though. when you can get a ring? You know, and Seth, not to like dive into that real quick, but. If you can, if you can bet on a proven commodity like a Von Miller, like a Jalen, you know, like Matt Stafford, you know, if you can bet on proven guys like that, what is the value of a pick? What is the value of a first round pick over Jalen Rams? What is the value of a first round pick over Matt Stafford? You know, not that they had to make that trade for, uh, you know, Odell, but what is the value of say a second or a third round pick over Odell? Like these yep. are proven commodities. These guys are all top. Odell not anymore, Von Miller not anymore, but these guys are all top people at their position. Like. I would probably have them over a pick. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, when you got a loaded team already like that, why not? I mean, all that's a, that's a perfect all-in win-now move. Like, 
right. you're just you're doing what you can to win a Super Bowl in the next two years, and then you'll figure out what happens in five. So you win a Super Absolutely. Bowl, you win two. That's all that matters. The fans aren't going to look at it. Media isn't going to look at it and be like, oh, well, they gave up all this for a couple rings. That's all that matters is the rings. And, you know, Seth, the thing about it is like the shelf life on like a GM or a head coach anymore in the NFL is – you got to go big or you got to go home. You know, you got to go big or go home. You got to, you know, literally shoot every shot or die trying. So, I mean, I can get with it. And I mean, they have the roster even before Matt Stafford, they had a roster that was in a win now. And then you add a guy like Matt Stafford, which realistically would put you over the top. And now it's like, now you got Robert Woods, Cooper cup and Odell, you know, um, Owen, I was going to text you this earlier, but should I go drop Cooper cup and pick up Odell in fantasy? Yeah. Don't ever drop Cooper cup. You idiot. Unreal. Van Jefferson was a was a popular waiver wire target for the week. Uh, currently, currently sits at wide receiver four for the Rams. Uh, so you even go one step further and you say Robert Woods, uh, who I have on a team or two, will now be you know borderline droppable. Um, but you know you could almost consider him and Odell uh, wide receiver two and a half each. At this point, because, uh, you know, Woods has got the familiarity of the offense and Odell's just kind of coming in. He'll uh, he'll have a light share of the targets in the first co- coming weeks, but uh, we'll see how he fits in over time. Definitely looks to be, you know, if you ha- if you held on to him, he looks to be someone that could really win. He has a chance to win you the league by the end of the season. I got I got Odell in two two leagues of mine. I haven't really started him. I think I started them just a handful of games this year, uh, but uh, I'll give it another week or two, and I'll maybe I'll slot him into that starting spot, depending on how he does. But I'm sure it'll take. I mean, he probably. I'm sure he's not going to play Sunday, of course, but he'll probably play next week, and we'll see how that goes. But uh, I guess before we move on to Cam, uh, does this make the the Rams Super Bowl favorites in the NFC? Maybe the maybe the league, maybe the NFL. I mean, I'll go, Owen, I, I want to go first here real quick. I wouldn't say favorite, Seth, because I actually don't really think it changes their outcome that much. That's my opinion. I think I think a guy like Cooper Cup changes, you know, like a big game, like a Super Bowl or a playoff game or a must-win game. I don't think a guy like Odell does, in my opinion. I think he'll get some, he'll get some quick gaudy numbers, I bet, because – that's where I like thought he was perfect in Green Bay is if you guys went back to just running the slants all over the place, Odell was going to run wild with Devontae there too, you know, but yep. he could do some things like that in LA. But if they weren't, I mean, if they weren't the favorite already, I don't think they are now. I would still probably bet on Tampa over them. Really? Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right, Owen, what do you got? <clears throat> yeah. Um, so it kind of solidifies their position now, I guess, but they still, you know, Odell doesn't prevent them from losing to the Titans last week. So they still got that in them and that'll stay with them until they can correct that issue. So I would say, you know, they, they, they have that big win over the bucks, you know, on their record, uh, big loss to the Cardinals. It, it'll be an interesting shuffle of the seating. You know, you look at Cardinals, Rams, Packers, Bucks going into the end of the year, and then you throw in the Cowboys who are going to skate by and have a decent Them record Cowboys. because of their division. So yeah. this is definitely, you know, it's a chip. It's an added chip. They pulled something out of their sleeve. Um, Rich it, getting it's, richer. 
I can't imagine it's going to hurt them, but it's just an interesting decision that he made to pick, you know, the Rams and the less target share, you know, compared to the, to what he might have at the Packers. But it, like Jeremy said, it was clearly a showtime decision. 100%. 100%. Well, we'll see how that plays out over the next couple of weeks, but let's go to Superman returning to Metropolis himself. Going back home to Carolina to the Panthers where he made his legend, his heyday, won an MVP there. Sam Darnold's out for, I don't know, however long with this half-fractured, dislocated, I, whatever he did to his shoulder. He's not on the still team clear. anymore. He's on the right. payroll, but he won't be there next year. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> so clear. Cam's probably what? Starter immediately, right? Is he starting on Sunday? That's uh maybe Rappaport, Rappaport said today that they're looking at next week because it's like it's he's definitely getting paid to be the starter oh, that yeah. seems to be the uh, 10 million dollars over the rest of the year crazy yeah that seems to be the understanding going forward but um you know it's still it's thursday it's three days before game day so uh look for him to um make his impact next week so we got one week of pj walker so the the Panthers are at the bottom of the division four and five, but Owen mentioned this on Tuesday that the Falcons are in it at four and four in the playoffs, sneaking in. Uh, does does Cam give the Panthers a outside shot at a playoff seating? No. Certainly, <laughs> better than what Darnold was. You know, I mean, moving Darnold was going to sink the the rest of the season the way he was playing. So. Uh, which is crazy because he started the first what three to four weeks he played lights out he played okay Running at least more than anything and then cam you know i don't know if he can be worse than what darnold was the past two weeks i don't know if anyone has to be honest so true 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 very true i mean yeah you you can't be any worse right i mean cam certainly didn't look good last year in new england but maybe coming back home bit of a chip on his shoulder I mean, things didn't end well in Carolina either. Uh, I guess we'll see. So, I mean, yeah, hopefully the quarterback play can only go up. But I guess it's a, it's a good feel-good story. He goes back home, maybe one last shot. I guess, we'll, you know, depending on how he plays these next seven, eight games, he might be there next year, but we'll see. Here's my, here's my two cents. Um, what a walk of shame. <laughs> like, we don't, we don't bring you back. We, we cut you loose. You go flame out in New England. Um, no one wants you when there's there's teams that need quarterbacks right now. Saints, Seahawks. I mean, there's you thought Dallas was going to need one, and then uh, you end up getting the full walk of shame coming right back to Carolina. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It. I mean, we'll see. I I don't know what he's got left in him. He certainly didn't look very good last year. In New England. Um, Didn't look like he could throw the ball anymore after that shoulder injury. No. Like, he can throw it, but just not as well as he used to. No, not very accurately. I mean, he was never a super accurate quarterback anyway, but this uh, this is even worse. Um, I'm not too optimistic that he'll play that much better than Sam Darnold, but he's more athletic. I guess he'll still bring that running uh, attitude to him. Him and McCaffrey, maybe they can do something, I guess. That would probably that be the best case scenario. Isn't that something to say that he's more athletic than the quarterback that currently leads in rushing touchdowns right now? Yeah, crazy. 
That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how much they really take advantage of him. I mean, the, the head coach there is kind of Matt Rule. He, you hope he could take advantage of him, but Owen, oh, like you said, I mean, you can't really be much worse than Darnold right now. Like, you know, it takes you back when to when he said he was seeing ghosts against the Patriots. It's like he hasn't stopped seeing ghosts. But uh, yeah. I just wouldn't bet on Cam's arm right now. But... Uh-oh. Uh, Jeremy's Wi-Fi is going out. Tiffany warned us that she was going to pull. Oh the man, it's a curse. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. We're good. All right. All right. <laughs> no, you're right though, Jeremy. I caught what you're saying at the end. All right. Let's move on to our weekly top five AM beat. Oh, Before we okay. do that, all right. Uh, I feel okay in doing this. The game is currently on. We're we got Baltimore, Miami happening in the background. Okay. Before it gets any further, we are at a 3-3 ball game here in the second quarter. We should probably bet it really quick. All right, let's All right. do it. Let's do, do that. It. Yeah. Baltimore at Miami playing currently 3-3 like I mentioned. A weird line. I flipped back and forth. I have a final decision. I'm going to throw it to you guys first. Baltimore favored on the road by I believe eight and a half points. What say you guys? How does the rest of this game go? It's a three to three tie in the second quarter, correct? Baltimore favored by eight and a half, and you have that correct. Give me the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins to uh to definitely keep it within eight and a half. The the Ravens have shown that they are not really able to blow out many teams. It's a lot of close W's, comebacks, things like that. Uh, so I, I, I don't see it here either. Uh, it's played in Miami. Miami came off a nice win last week. Defense, you know, maybe picking it up a little bit. Give me, give me, uh, give me Miami to keep it within. Eight and a half, yeah, it's a touchdown plus, yeah. Seth mentions a, a nice win against the god-awful Houston Texans. Hey, a W is a W. That we all ended up picking. We all ended up picking Houston last week. And uh, I texted you guys right before game game time, just like, hey, two is out. Jacoby Brissett is in. Tyrod Taylor is in. Houston's going to blow Miami out by 50 points. And uh, Jeremy then said 100. And then, uh, yeah, we know what happened. They lost by eight or something stupid. And Jacoby's in this game too. No no two again. Jacoby is in this game with a slew of receivers injured. Jeremy, what say you here in this game? You know, I was hearing out Seth there, and I just quickly started scrolling back through Ravens games. And uh, I really just wanted to go, yeah, Ravens, for sure. But um, they lost week one to the Raiders. They barely beat the Chiefs when the Chiefs actually looked reasonable. They squeaked one out on the Lions, who is one of the worst three teams in the NFL. Um, They've only really beat the Chargers bad which is kind of funny, but I mean, that's the perfect storm because the Chargers can't stop the run. I mean, the Eagles just proved that it's eight and a half for the Dolphins. Eight and a half. The Ravens are favored. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. Give me the Dolphins. I just want the the way they play football. I just can't. The Dolphins got a good enough secondary and then B-Flow, you know, he's a good enough defensive mind. I could see them keeping this reasonable. Um, if it ends up being over eight, it's because of 
a couple garbage time touchdowns that just pad stats. But uh, no, I think this game will probably be won by a touchdown. Whoa. Ravens, obviously. Oh, okay. All right. Old prediction right there almost. All right, Seth, go ahead and say it. Hey, the inaugural juice is loose. Oh, yeah. Is it inaugural like yearly? Or no? Am I making that up? No, I think it's like an intro to, I don't know. Maybe not. Scratch that, I guess. Not it's the like the first, I guess it's like the first of the event or something. Isn't that isn't that what it means? Because we certainly let the juice out many times. We have. <laughs> the definition it marks the beginning the definition. of uh it marks the beginning of something. Okay. Marks the I beginning just, of an institution activity or period of office. So I guess activity. Uh we are currently agreeing on the Miami Dolphins. Not a, you know, a cons- I don't know that we, this feels like a mistake, certainly. Um, but what I came down to is the last year, the Ravens beat up on bad teams this year. They do not. There are other teams that do that this year. They barely beat the lions as Jeremy mentioned. Uh, they're shoot. I think I had the stat in front of me too. I think they're Owen three against the spread on the road as favorites this, this year. But what kind of made me hesitate is Miami is 0-2 as underdogs at home this year. So I batted it around. Uh, Something's got to give. I'm going to go the Miami Dolphins to keep it it a one-score game. Good idea, Owen. Smart. Smart of you to do that. You're damn right I'm smart. And I'll let you know when we get to the – Top five. When, I, when I recap our betting from last week. Oh, I feel like uh, this ain't going to go well. Not for you, certainly. It was impressively bad, but go, we'll get it there. was. Hey, this was a last week was a wild week. All right. We already talked about that. It was a it was a nightmare for probably a lot of betters. I would assume you got to predict the wildness, though. You yes. got to be there. You got to yeah. you got to go off the, the, the rails sometimes. Yeah, it last week went off the rails. That's for sure. All right, let's do our top five A and B, huh? Owen, you want to go first since you're so confident in your picks from last week? Confident, Jesus. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying I was proud of myself. Aren't you proud of me? I don't know. Should I? Owen, I'm proud of you. Our rankings after a hiatus of one week, not being able to to gloat in Jeremy's face. Although he's feeling pretty good this week, he got a he got a nice Eagles nice Eagles performance, right? Don't mind it. I'm not, you know that's no. a loser's mentality, Owen. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty set in stone what I would do last week. Uh, Packers were clearly at the top after that big Cardinals win, and everyone's slotted in behind them. Well, uh, a few things happened this week. Jordan Love happened. Um, Did he happen? Well, you know, Jordan Love definitely happened. The special teams happened at least. Uh, Tennessee happened against the Rams. They happened all over the Rams, in fact. Um, Derrick Henry. Just kidding. Derrick Henry wasn't playing. Arizona happened to beat the 49ers without Kyler or D Hop or JJ Watt for that matter. Um, 
Dallas ends up losing and Buffalo also ends up losing. So this, you know, again, another like this, we're all scrambled. Uh, I'd like to see what you guys do with this, these picks. I settled on this number six. Give me the class of the AFC North, the most consistent team in that division and currently tied against the god-awful Miami Dolphins on Thursday night. Baltimore Ravens at number six. Hey! Woo! Baltimore Ravens! Okay. It was a purple, the big purple shootout, as we dubbed it. I knew it was going to happen. Minnesota, I don't know if you can discredit them for hanging with Minnesota a little bit like that, but that's just what Minnesota does, is they're just always going to lose by a field goal at the end of the game, it feels like. <laughs> um... Minnesota is going to do what Minnesota does. Regardless of that, they still scored 34 points, I believe. 34-31, I'm pretty sure. Lamar played quite MVP-worthy. Um, they look like they're in a good direction. They got the air raid going. Give me Baltimore. Kind of proving themselves, again, like through all this wild shit happening week to week, Baltimore proved consistent. Um, number five. Jeremy, your favorite team, Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> He's not happy about this. Certainly someone who won't have the Cowboys on their rankings. Oh, and I'm, I'm kind of surprised seeing how they lost. But let's hear your reasoning. So well, the Denver Broncos. What, you're not fond of the Denver Broncos? No, I am fond of them because they beat the shit out of the the you know, they call it mile high for a reason. Ayo. It feels like a weird game again. I mean, the Bills had one too, but they're, I don't know. They're, I think they have one less win. So I'm going to keep them out of there just a little bit. Give me Cowboys at six and two. They're still going to walk their way into the playoffs with how the, the division is. Sorry, Jeremy. Um, and yeah, it's Dak coming off an injury. Might uh, might be among the tips for the week. Jeremy Seems might pull his own Wi-Fi after this. <laughs> it looks like he already did. <laughs> Sorry, they kicks in. They dropped. I, I would have put them in the top three last week. Uh, so this is their kind of their, their drop for losing a game to the Broncos. Uh, number four. Give me... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They probably probably could be a little higher on the list. Well, there you go. Jeremy just said it. Probably could be a little bit higher in this list, but I feel more comfortable with the teams that I have up in the top three. Uh, And plus it's a, you know, of course, we're we're all victim to the what have you done for me lately. They were on by. And, you know, they got Gronk and they got AB out for longer than scheduled. So we'll see. Okay. They'll probably come out and and prove me wrong anyway. But I got Tampa Bay at four. Number three. I guess this would be my two A and two B. Give me. How do I want to order it? Give me Green Bay. I'll put Green Bay at three. At two B. Ridiculous. They that's just how it goes. You know, they lost the game. That's how it has to be. Uh, I still like them uh, fully healthy, probably the best team in the NFL, the way it's slotting out right now. 
<clears throat> but um, yeah, I mean, everything is coming up, coming back. Uh, Bakhtiari is activated from the pup list. Rogers looks to be playing on Sunday. Jeremy's resetting his resetting his shit. He just pulled me. Him him leaving pulled me out of my page. <laughs> my page notes. Uh, yeah. Packers to be. I mean, I just I don't know. I'm fully confident. <clears throat> the loss means nothing really to me, but uh, ceremoniously, I'll I'll drop him a couple points just to make it unbiased. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. Number two A. Give me Tennessee. Super impressive. They keep doing it. I got to put them up there because I don't think they're going to last there for a while. They're going to end up having losses, but just the way that they fought up to this point, I mean, Jeez. I, you have he really hates on Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry must be the problem, huh? Yeah, you have. Well, it's pretty clear. I'm surprised. That, I, I, I'm sure the Browns are going to be number one then. Look, when you have a when you have the Titans. The Titans roster. You look at the Titans roster. Henry's clearly the most talented player on the roster, and he gives up on you like that. They came out and they succeeded against the Rams. Selfish. Regardless. Selfish. Yeah, that's what I would say. So ship him uh, off to somewhere else. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons being coming out being a monster, you know, like he should be, uh, is super super good for that defense because it's a, it's a struggling defense. And I think still in the passing game, uh, they're going to get picked on a little bit. I still think that secondary is pretty light outside of Kevin Byard, but uh, they showed up. So that's what you got to say. And number one, eight and one Arizona Cardinals. What the Cardinals number one, eight and one. They, I mean, they beat the Niners with Colt McCoy, you know, I assume they were going to lose that game. Without Kyler, they didn't. I can't. I just can't drop them. You know what I mean? Would you want me to keep Green Bay at one and Arizona at two? I mean, Green Bay lost. That's how it should be. So, I mean, all right. Why don't you? Why don't you recap it real quick for us? Baltimore. Forgot the order already. Baltimore, Dallas, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Tennessee, Arizona. You know what, Owen? Not a bad list, okay. but uh, we'll see if mine's better. Jeremy, you want to go last? I'll, I'll go last. I'm okay. good with that. <clears throat> All right. Starting off, 5B, just like Owen said it, they are still currently – is it still 3-3? Three to three? What's the score? I turned it off just to focus, but I think it's still 3-3. Three to three. Half All right. To, well, still 3-3. Three three. Three halftime. Two-minute warning here. Oh, all right. I got the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this whole team relies on Lamar, so this team could be uh, this team could be one of the best teams in the league, or it could be an average team based on how Lamar is playing. Right now, he's playing like Owen said, MVP level. At least last week he was, um, which is why they're they're flying high right now. Yeah, five B for them, six and two, which is tied for my next team on the list atop the AFC rankings, the Tennessee Titans. At 5A for me. And the only reason why they're this low, Owen, is because yeah, Derrick so Henry, Henry is no longer hammering people and dumping truckloads. Okay? That's why. But they beat the Rams without him. You're right. But you know what? Last week, as we talked about, may have been an anomaly, as Aaron Rodgers likes to say. 
And I don't happen. think it's going to become a trend. Okay. All to right. see All those right, kind good. of weeks happen. The Bills lose while Packers lost because Aaron Rodgers didn't play. Uh, but, yeah, Titans, Titans are this low until they can prove to win consistently without Derrick Henry behind the, behind the wheel. Four, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with four that. Four will be the L.A. Rams, who are now the competitors to the L.A. Lakers for most stars on a single team. Uh, I think they, what, have five now? Five or six? That's a I was going to say Dodgers, Rams, Lakers. It's all I mean, Flippers. L.A., California right now. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, so I got the Rams here. Um, actually moved them up a spot ahead of the Titans, which they probably should have been after the Odell move, uh, just slightly up, uh, really more on the Titans because of Derrick Henry, but still they add a piece like Odell Von Miller since the last time we did this ranking. Uh, so, I mean, pieces on both sides of the ball. So just a, a star studded team. We'll see if it works out just because you have, you know, a, a team full of all pros and pro bowl players and things like that. Doesn't mean you win. I mean, look at the Yankees. I love my Yankees, but they're one of the highest, you know, teams every year, but they don't always win. So, anyways, exactly. So, I was gonna say Rams just out of they're my honorable mention, obviously. Quite, you know, quite a big drop off the rankings for the Rams, but I assume they'll be back in the weeks coming. And uh, Seth beat me to it. He's not, he's not losing faith. No, not at all. Like I said, it may last week was probably an anomaly. Number three is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were on a bye. Can't do much with that. I mean, the Buccaneers are what they are. Even without Gronk, without Brown, they still have weapons everywhere. Uh, Not too worried about them dropping, uh, but not going too high, of course. Uh, But number two, I have my Green Bay Packers. Your. All right. Our Green Bay Packers. Okay. There you go. All three of Green Bay Packers, however you want to call it. I'll never shy away not from our. my fandom. They're not well, our Green Bay Packers, damn it. All right, my bad. Yeah, you're That's right. That's not yeah. my president. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting political here, but the Packers anyway. Number two for me, um, just, I mean, like Owen said, the loss last week was just, uh, Aaron Rodgers is in there. We talked about it on Tuesday. It's an easy W. They're probably number one. Then. 24 uh, to 10. Yeah, easy. Yep. Uh, so they're number two. I, I still think they might be the best team in the league, to be honest, especially Rodgers um, at the helm. Uh, but number one, of course, is then the Cards, who are back atop after last week. And, um, you know, they're eight and one, things like that. One of the most balanced teams still. So that is my list. Recap it real quick. Ravens, Titans, Rams, Bucks, Packers, Cards. Loaded at the top with a lot of NFC teams. I think they're the class right now, the two conferences. And you got the Titans and the Ravens towards the bottom. So, Jeremy, you are up to finish off. All right. All right. Top five, we A just, and B. We just got done listening to them two masses of lists. So, let's actually listen to uh, the accurate, complete list right. here. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <clears throat> A non biased fan, right? I mean, I'm, I'm non biased when it comes to the top here. Um, you know, I really wanted to find a way to fit the Bills in because how you guys just said about the Green Bay game of being an anomaly, that's how I feel about Buffalo's, but I just couldn't find a way to fit them in. It just, there was no one to, to the take The curse up. of Josh Allen. 
is it the curse of Josh Allen or is it just is it just Josh Allen? I don't know. Somebody named Josh Blame Allen. It on Josh. Is, uh, you know. Anyways, we'll start off at six. Um, I talked myself into bumping them down. I did have them a little higher, just as I was kind of flipping through to figure out if I wanted to bet on them for the game tonight. But uh, I'm gonna start off with the Ravens at six. For a lot of what you just said, Seth is uh, they're really the Baltimore Lamar Jacksons. Like, yeah, they come and go by Lamar, and I mean, if he doesn't put up like a the the performance he had against the Vikings was like like Owen said, total MVP for performance. Out past Kirk, out rush Delvin Cook by himself in one game. That's just unheard of and i mean it's not like delvin and kirk are bad players you know so no i'll stick with them uh the ravens are six and two coming off that 34 to 31 comeback win over the vikings um i'll give a little bit of that to the vikings since they don't know how to close out games um i'm gonna go (laughs) it's true it is truth um i'm actually gonna go with the rams at five so wow okay but i'm like three through five is so tight for me Cause um, three through five for me could change. I mean, drastically in the next week, but I, I'm gonna stick with the Rams at five. Um, it was the, the Eagles way they do not belong on this list, Jeremy. They're coming up. They're they're at the one spot, but they're coming up. So the Rams being at five, it wasn't so much the loss that did it for me. It was the way they lost. Like they actually looked like outclassed by the Titans. It was like. Kind of wild to go down six, 16 to 28 to the Titans without Derrick Henry, like you guys said. Um, Seth, I'm with you a little bit as far as what, if the Titans can continue to win without Derrick Henry. But where I'm not with you, and I'll actually, because they come up again in this list, is, you know what, I'll get to that when I get to them. Um, so, Owen, to recap for you, I got the Ravens at six, the Rams at five. At four, and this is probably going to burn you both a little bit, I've got Green Bay. Um I just can't put them any higher coming off an L. Now, I do understand where you guys are coming from. If Rodgers is in that game, there's damn near no way you guys lose. But if we're going to play off on what ifs, if A.J. Green turns around, the Cardinals are 9 and they're nine and 0. You know what I mean? Like True, true. Simply yep. put. Fair um, enough, fair enough. But like I said, my three through five could be totally different next week just because I think it's so tight between these three teams. Um Green Bay, I mean, when you guys got everybody on the field, you guys are playing hot. Um, it'll just be kind of watching how everything shakes out from this whole COVID crap with Rodgers and Lazard. And then I, I can't imagine it's going to be bad, but, I mean, veteran quarterback, team that's been together for a few years, I think you guys will be fine. I could definitely see the Packers climbing up in this real fast. But coming off an L, um, I just kept – my week over week rankings. I'm actually going back to my week seven rankings. Cause I wasn't here last week. Um, Green Bay was four on that too. So they just kind of sit in the same. They don't move for me. Yeah. That's in, bullshit, Jeremy. But go Owen, on. I'm sorry, but you got to deal with it. Coming in at <laughs> number three is the Titans. Um, the way Ooh, they beat three. The Rams, okay. The way they beat the Rams, I think to me tells me that they can win without Derrick Henry. And then, Here's the reason. Look at you just looking older in hell, Seth. Hey, we're not <laughs> going to get into this? that. Okay? Oh, and this is the face. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Just to Throw all the, the audience, because he's making fun of me, I pulled my back today, threw it out. So I'm in a lot of pain, but I'm still here. I'm devoted, okay? I got a nice pack on it. I got there. a nice little cushion. 
we're still moving forward. For all the viewers out there, Seth just looked a thousand and two years old, but um, we continue on. So the Titans are at three, and like I said, to watch them win the way they did over the Rams, I thought was like super impressive to go down your number one guy. Like, for instance, as I look at this list, Green Bay goes down without their number one guy, they lose. If, uh, if the Rams lose Stafford, they probably start dropping games. I mean, they already lost the Titans. If Lamar falls out in, in Baltimore, the Ravens are probably an 0-16 team, in my opinion. So the Titans lose their number one guy, and they continue to prevail, unlike the teams behind them, in my opinion. So that's what puts uh, Titans over Green Bay for me. Um, now, Odell going to L.A., like I said earlier in the podcast, I don't think that makes that much of a difference. But this is the real reason why I'm sticking with the Titans. They go New Orleans, Houston, New England, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Miami, and Houston. That's a cakewalk. Like, everybody's been talking about how e easy the rest of the Eagles schedule is. That is not hard at all. <laughs> I mean, if the Tennessee defense plays even just slightly as good as they did against the Rams, they're going to make Ben Roethlisberger look worse than Seth's back right now. And I mean, everybody else on this Thanks. is terrible. I mean, the, the AFC South sucks. I mean, they already beat the Colts twice. Now you just got to come home and beat the uh, Texans twice and the, the Dolphins twice. Like, or not the Dolphins, the Texans twice. And I mean, you just roll through this. Like these guys are, this is actually kind of easy in my opinion, but that's just me. That's why I think the Titans could actually like damn near win out. Brings me to two. My top two spots, this would be probably my A and B. It doesn't change from week seven. Um, I got the Bucs at two, six and two. You, you can't really pull somebody on a bye. Yeah. You know, True. the Bucs, in my opinion, are probably still the most well-rounded roster. I mean, like I've, said every week, like I've said every week, they're like <laughs> three, four deep at every position. You know what I mean? They've got, especially at skill positions, they're just three. Antonio Brown's out, they're fine. You know, uh, God, I keep on forgetting guys' names. Fournette goes down, they're fine. You know, they can just replace guys. It's just that's why I almost thought Odell was going to end up there because it's just like they just stack on stack on stack. But uh, the Bucks are kind of an easy two for me. And then at number one, like I said a little bit ago, if AJ Brown, if AJ Green turns around, the Cardinals are probably nine and zero. You know, so and like Owen said, the way they won with Colt McCoy, you know, John Connor going off, it was impressive to just watch He's a beat back. up on a rival. Um, the, the car, the Cardinals look like they're the class of the league right now. Like the way they're winning. Um, it's impressive. Uh, and the thing about it is they've got a lot of talent all the way across the, in, in important spots too. Like they've got big time guys in important spots. The one thing I wanted to throw out real quick is, um, I got to find it real quick. Cliff, <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury after the game. So Cliff Kingsbury, obviously coached at Texas tech, right? Who's a rival of Texas Colt McCoy was the quarterback at Texas after the game Cliff Kingsbury said he is happy to see the Longhorns fans as happy as they can be to enjoy Colt McCoy Colt McCoy's performance today after the big loss to Iowa State this weekend <laughs> yikes I thought that There's was a uh, silver lining I thought that was pretty good him taking a shot like that that kind of made me happy but not nah, uh, to recap I got cards at one bucks at two titans at three Rams at or Green Bay at four, Rams at five, Ravens at six. Um, and like I said, that that three through five could change so easily. I think they're all kind of interchangeable. The Titans are just the hot team right now. They are true. Yeah. All right. So we all pretty much had the same six for the most part. Uh, just a different but, order. But mine was right. Oh, Owen was the only one with the Cowboys. So 
And I yeah. was right. Hey, oh, you had, right. had a pretty shitty list. Just because it was at, at Dallas or what? Yes, that ruins the whole list for me. Well, you got to skate away by not having to admit that the Packers were better than the Cardinals. You know, you got a free week there. What? You know what I would have said? You know what I would have said to you? You know what I would have said to you? AJ Green is clearly on Green Bay's payroll. Like that's what was going on here. Well, they that didn't call him AJ Green field, for nothing. He runs down the field 10 yards and then his controller dies and he doesn't do anything. And then my boy picks it off. Thank oh, you, your Jeremy. boy. Thank your you, Jeremy. boy. When I'll I said, wow, Packers signed Razul Douglas, a free agency. That guy's kind of a baller. Jeremy's like, a baller? What? A baller? You kidding me? No, time out. Now he's claiming. Now, Seth, you get this? He's claiming him. He's he's his Uh, guy. His boy, Razul Douglas. Owen, we both know ballers a bit much for Razul Douglas. I said, he's kind of a baller. That's what I said. He's kind of a baller. I don't know if he was a baller at West Virginia. I mean, he's good. He was a baller the last two weeks, that's for sure. Hey, you know what? He's playing in the right scheme right now. It's doing it's doing wonders for him. But I wouldn't call him a baller. I'd say he's a he's a solid starter for you right now. So a guy that's not, a guy I'll that's balling it. out. You're not going to call him a baller. If he keeps, you know what? To what you guys said about Tennessee and Derrick Henry, if he keeps doing it, I'll call him a baller. But he's oh. got to keep doing it first. I don't believe him, Seth. But you can continue. I okay. watched him for years in Philly. I'll tell you this right now: he's solid. Well, regardless of how much of a baller Razul Douglas is or not, I think it's time for a little Just the Tips. Oh, okay. Now I'm done, chir- I'm done chirping Jeremy. That was my Chirp Jeremy segment. I'm done. Now go through a couple names to help you through the week. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is my number one. No, I'm just kidding. I he, he is looking like he's gonna push to try to play Monday. I don't think they're gonna let him, but he's trying. The report. No. Seth Seth's just poo pooing it right away. Well, you don't want to see him play on Monday night. Football no, I don't. Night. Nope. Seth, are you completely done with Odell now? That after what happened? I'm not. No, I'm not. I I just oh, okay. I mean it. Even if he were to play on Monday, it'd be like five snaps. Go out, maybe maybe run a couple routes. He he ain't playing on Monday. Come on. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. He's definitely not. You shouldn't be playing him this week for fantasy. Maybe down the road, but you know, right now, I got a couple other names for you to start. Number one, I mentioned him before. Dak Prescott is the guy this week. Jeremy winces. Uh, Is this a redemption game? Prime time bounce back game against the Atlanta Falcons. You got any good takes tonight? Well, listen to this and tell me you disagree. Dak Prescott at Jerry World against the Falcons. Okay. Falcons defense sucks and they don't have a pass rush. So tell me Dak Prescott isn't going to go off uh, in a bounce back game here. Jeremy. Dak Prescott isn't going to go off in a bounce back game here. Okay, there you Told go, you. Seth. It's recorded right there. Instant That's now. it. It's all Lock we need it right up. there. Pretty easy start for me. It is Dak Prescott. Pretty easy. Uh, I think we had, I think we had, uh, I think my suggestion was Kirk Cousins last week, and I was right. He had a great week, top five 
six quarterback. But uh, you look at Minnesota against Chargers this week, as Jeremy alluded to, Eagles had a lot of success running the ball, which they never do against the Chargers. Uh, Minnesota should probably do the same exact thing here. Um, yep. I am on honestly that whole thing. We didn't even mention Dalvin Cook and that whole fiasco going on. Another, you know, women allegation, whatever. Don't even have to get into it. I'm not sure. Is he playing? <clears throat> He's supposed to be playing because it sounds like there's no actual um, charges. It's just like alleged stuff. And he made the comment that he's actually the victim there. So it sounds like until there's any, there's nothing that's going to happen to him on the field or, you know, game by game until there's actual charges. And I don't even, it doesn't sound like it's even going to get to that point. So it sounds like it's old too. So he's playing. Yep. All right. Eligible. He is eligible to play. I'm assuming, I thought I seen something that the Vikings were shutting him down, but I guess that maybe that was a false report. Either way, Minnesota is going to run the ball. You probably should. What's wrong? Nothing. Continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I was just doing that to Jeremy last segment, and then you pulled it on me, and I was speechless. Again. I froze nope. the entire pod. I was like, oh, there we go. All much, of like, much like Riding Jeremy's solo. Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kirk Cousins, don't start him. Dalvin Cook, possibly Alexander Madison will be the ones that go off in that game, but – Dak Prescott is the guy you want to go after quarterback-wise. Running back. Talking about another bounce-back game here. Darrell Henderson at the San Francisco 49ers. What do you think about that, Seth? Darrell. Talk about there's Big two, Darrell. There's even, two even with Odell. Even with Odell coming in, they're, they're not going to pass the ball like 50 times, though? Definitely not there's on two, Monday. Two comments I'll make. There's two teams that I take any running back against right now. It's Sam Fran and the Chargers. Neither one of them can stop the run at all. I mean, they're all about, and yeah, you just mentioned it last week. The Cardinals had zero chance of having success in the passing game. And they, James Conner still had like what three touchdowns and hundred yards. Yeah. Well, the thing is what's and like, this has no correlation to, to it at all. Both teams have a Bosa brother on it, but they're not built to stop the run. They're built to just rush the passer. That's both of these teams, you know, on defense. You can't yep. sit here and think of like a big nose, you know, a, a nose plugging nose, t- nose tackle on either one of these rosters. They're just built to pa- uh, pass rush. But when you got the, not that the Eagles got a bad offensive line, but when you got the Eagles marching all over the field, running the ball on you, anybody can run the ball on you, you know? Exactly. And then we're talking about Darrell Henderson here, one of the top fantasy performers, uh, of the year so far and coming into a favorable uh, schedule for running backs in the, in the future, obviously there'll be a little bit of a wrinkle with the passing game and see how it plays out. But Cooper cup's going to get his, I'm assuming Odell is just going to take a, a, a chunk of Robert Woods targets. I don't necessarily think they'll they'll stray away, stray away from the run game more than uh, more than they have been, but um, give me, Darrell Henderson in a bounce back. Interrupting. <laughs> How's it going, Carrie? She's giving oh, us some tips. You know, what do you got, Carrie? Tips? Yeah, <laughs> my boyfriend's on the podcast again. Uh, that sounds geez. like the little lady that comes in here and yells at me all the time. <laughs> Seth, Unreal. maybe time just to be safe. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. It's nice. Yeah, we'll leave you, it Carrie. in. It's good. It's good. 
comedy hour right there. You just like seeing me get derailed from my points here. It's it's good theater. Owen's all of a sudden like I don't know anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Lost Owen, it. you know what? Let me get you on track again. I have hold on, hold on, hold on. I do I do have to. She she's bringing me dominoes. I really appreciate it. I love you, Carrie. Yep, she she said yeah, whatever. Um, sounds like some Tiffany shit. Yeah, she's bringing she's bringing up the Wi-Fi on you. Actually, yeah. what happened is I knew it was coming, and I was like, oh, there's dominoes right behind my head. What do I do? How do I continue to talk about Darrell Henderson in a fantasy state? <laughs> <laughs> there's 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 uh, Philly cheesesteak pizza by my face. Surprised um, you didn't start ruling stuff. You know, again, let me just Dallas. clear it up. Yes, Darrell Henderson's the guy you want this week for the Rams. Uh, San Fran obviously showed they sucked. They got Fred Warner. It shouldn't be happening the way it is. You said they're built for the pass rush, but they got like they, when you have a guy like Fred Warner, you don't expect to like struggle that bad. Chief but Fred Warner Freddie and Bronx. Darius Leonard, they're more of those like sideline to sideline guys. They're not thumpers that come up and stop guys. I mean, they're, they're good definitely tackers. thump. I mean, they're I'm all around like you. I mean, they're above average in that respect for sure. It's it's the modern NFL linebacker where they can just run the entire field, but they're not the type of guy on their own that's just going to run up and plug holes, you know. They're not built like that. These guys are. I like don't know, man. I, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe there's something to it. I think the team stinks, but Fred Warner is certainly a good player. No, nope, um, that's what I'm getting at. Is like yeah. Fred Warner is not a difference maker in the run by himself. Yep, you're right. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think of like a. I mean, Mike Davis might as well be droppable for the <clears> Falcons. <throat> that'd be that'd be one where I'm really like, just don't you don't need him on your team anymore. Cordero Patterson's oh, a guy and- in Atlanta. Let me let me pitch one for you for me and Seth. Which one of the Eagles running back are you toting out there this week? Gosh, don't even. I don't have any of them. You know, it, Jeremy got us. Seth, Go hold on, Owen. Just to just to show how bad my team was at one point, I had all three running backs <laughs> on my roster. Seth, I have all three of them right now on one of my teams. I had Scott Gainwell and Howard. And oh, I'm see, like, I, I don't know what Scott to do Howard with either and of them. What's that? I have Scott Howard and Sanders. So yeah. I got Miles riding the pine because he's hurt. But I got Scott and Howard and like – I mean, oh, I did got, you touch I any got... of them this week? Howard, yes, right? Yes, I do. It has, and I'll tell you right. it has to be Howard? It's Jordan Howard. He is yeah. absolutely a stronger start in the week, actually, in comparison to some running backs. Uh, they love him. They love him again. They proved it, you know, just in the last couple of weeks since he's – even been a part of this team. He's been getting a load of the carries. 29 and, uh, carries in two weeks. He's going to get the key work. The It's it's a run-heavy approach now. Uh, we'll see if it continues. Obviously, that was a good game plan against the Chargers. But, um, and then Miles Sanders is still out. So it, it's got to be Jordan Howard. Miles is still on the IR. So, I, like, that was my thing is I'm rolling into this week. I got George Kittle, who's questionable, at my, uh, my flex spot. Um, and then I got McCaffrey and Jacobs, who are both going to play. So I was sitting like, do I put Howard in for Kittle? Eh, I don't know. I was tempted to because Howard's going to come away with a touchdown, like for sure. Yeah, okay. Well, you said for sure. I didn't say it, but, I, you know, I like I like his chances this week. <laughs> for sure. Call it. I'm calling it. This for is sure. my second. I don't for know. Sure. Okay. Well, you know, that Denver, defense, that Denver defense came out pretty impressive last week. In the yes, because the Ron Cowboys Miller. suck, Owen. All right. All right. Shit, anyway. Uh, moving on. Receiver. Over the week, pulled one out, and I found Michael Pittman once again. Michael Pittman is a great week-to-week start. This week, they got the Jags. The Jags secondary is in disarray. 
They can't figure it out. Uh, giving up huge numbers to opposing wide receiver ones over the past couple of weeks. I like that to continue. Give me Michael Hitman as a start Beautiful. for the week. You're welcome. Uh, Devontae Smith, good option. I mean, he, he, did he have his best game as a pro so far last week, Jeremy? Michael Pittman? Devonta Smith. Oh, my bad. Devonta Smith. Yeah, my no, he did. Yeah, definitely his best as a pro. His next game would have been the very first game of his year of the career, you know, against the Falcons. But, I mean, it's his first 100-yard one. I'll tell you what, I was actually recapping it, and, like, they were showing, like, each individual route. That guy runs some clean routes. And, like, there's a couple comeback plays where he's got, I mean, five, five-plus yards of separation on guys because he's just – he's so crafty. He's like a – I mean, this is high praise, but he's like a modern Marvin Harrison. Like that's, that's like the person he reminds me of how quick he is in and out of his routes. He's sure handed as hell. Um, he missed the touchdown actually. And he took some of the blame of it himself saying that he slipped on the, on the run or on the route, but uh, Jalen should have just put the ball on him, but he could have came away with 10 catches, probably like 120 yards and two touchdowns. And on the other side, uh, I would say maybe halt on Cortland Sutton for the week. Eagles, pretty good about protecting against big plays. Darius Slay uh, so might far. not be playing this week, though. Okay, well, never mind. He's in play. Cortland Sutton in play this week. Maybe not a strong and, start, but he and is Owen, play. I'll throw one more thing in about Cortland. It's not going to so much be about Cortland Sutton. It's going to be more about Teddy. The Eagles let you throw the ball over the yard. They actually don't, like, put pressure on you at all. So, I mean, I would bet on any quarterback or top-flight receiver against the Eagles. I get what you're saying. Like, they don't give up deep shots because they're always running too deep. But at the same point in time, like we don't put any pressure on quarterbacks and Teddy's the type of guy, if you give him all day, he's going to hit the right guy. Recap stuff. Dak Prescott, Darrell Henderson, Jordan Howard, Michael Pittman starts of the week. Beautiful. As always, Owen gives you the best tips. All right. That's all we know. The best tips. Only the best. I keep it short and sweet too. Short and sweet. That's how they like it. All right. Shut up. Shut up. Anyways, I think it's now time for the line is right. That's us dancing in the background. The price is right there. Absolutely. It just triggers right in your head as soon as you hear it. So we already got our first bet off for the for the week. We all agreed about Miami. It might have been a little unfair of us to pick this game as it was already in the second quarter. Nonetheless, we all agreed no one's got a competitive advantage. Hey, Miami's got the lead right now. Dolphins are winning 6-2-3 at halftime. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I, I'm hard pressed to believe that'll continue, but we'll see how it goes. Hey, you Set. know what? My prediction is going to be right. Lamar's going to do something in the fourth quarter, score two to three touchdowns, and win this game. So Miami should have had a touchdown there at the end of the and at the end of the half, but they kind of blew it. They kind of messed it up. So that was their chance, huh? I, I think so. Uh, yeah, I think Baltimore takes second half. Anyways, Owen, I know you're. I know you're eating. But I put it away. 
how about how about you feed us some games instead? <laughs> Fair enough, Seth. Um, speaking of uh, getting fed games, how was your week last week? You know, Owen, I, you, feel you know it? exactly how it went. And uh, I'm going to tell you that nobody's perfect. Everybody has a down week. Yep, certainly. Uh, yeah, certainly I would say you had and a down I week sure for sure. I sure hope that I'm still in the lead, though. That's all I care No, about. no. Immediately, no. <laughs> Seth goes an impressive 3 of 14 on the week last week. Whoa. That's what you call greatness. <laughs> it, the week the week certainly chewed him up and spit him out new england was one of your wins uh i believe green bay green bay covered barely but they covered and the other one being arizona your only three wins on the week did you feel like you had more i did i felt like i did you know i knew i didn't do well um, I mean, what a freak week. I mean, like I've said before, who, who picks the freaking Jags to beat the bills? Like, come on. And who well, predicts the Browns to just destroy the Bengals? Who predicts the Broncos to put a stomping on the Cowboys? You don't have to predict Jerry the Jones Broncos. Sure didn't. You don't have to predict the Broncos to stomp the Cowboys. All you had to do was predict that the Broncos would stay within 10 <laughs> And then when they do stomp them, you still get the win, uh, which you did not. Fair enough. <laughs> Jeremy, Fair enough. Oh, you know what? It's my redemption week. Let's okay, do now I'm done. I'm done stomping in, Seth. Uh, Jeremy ended up with one win on the week, but he only picked four games, so that will be factored in, right? I gave you I gave you the list of, you know, where to find the games, and you only gave me the three that were in the picture, and I was hoping you'd. It's okay. Nope. Nope. <laughs> he was, he was wasn't going to happen last week. We got, we got the picture. When you sent you know. it to me, I was going to say, just, just to throw it out there, I actually remember exactly where I was when you sent it to me. I was uh, legitly sitting in the chair feeding my daughter. And yeah. uh, I get this text asking me football. And I was like, I'll rip this off real fast. Bang, bang, bang. And uh, I just remember, I think the one I like really shot down was the Colts. I was like, yeah, fuck Carson. But yeah. And then look what happened. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, that was that was the start of the weird week. It was the Colts and Jets scoring seventy five combined points? Yikes! Um, all right, that's that. Moving on to this week, Seth, you ready for a bounce back? I picked a couple others to bounce back this week. Are you one of them? Absolutely. Are you amongst them? Starting off Sunday, the noon slate, we got. The Atlanta Falcons traveling to Jeremy World and playing the Dallas Cowboys. Talked about it a little bit. Dak Prescott, prime for a bounce back game, but Dallas is favored by nine whole points coming off a loss to the Damn. Broncos, where they're favored by 10 and still lost by a bunch. Dallas by nine points at home against the Falcons. Seth, what do you say? Falcons. Whoa. Falcons all the way. I'm not going to let Dallas do that to me two games in a row. And also Falcons. Hey, they're picking it up They're You know, they're not playing too bad. Uh, so yeah. Give me the Falcons. 
Absolutely. hundred percent. hundred percent. I don't know if I would ever put hundred percent with the Falcons ever. Hey, I'm doing it this week. That's why I'm going to get the W. I have a feeling I know where Jeremy's going. I'm going Falcons as well. Um, I'm not hundred percent on it. I'm more like 98, 99% on it, but uh, that's a lot of points. Not what was it? Nine and a half, nine, nine whole points. Nine. Okay. Yeah. It's too much. That's too much. And like, here's the deal is the Falcons know how to score, you know? Yeah. They're figuring it out offensively. They are absolutely. Well, for me, I'm going to pick Dallas uh, for all the reasons that entailed for, <laughs> for Dak. What? Wouldn't that be pussy for not having the courage to pick Dallas here? I don't know. I just, that was what came to my mind. I hate Dallas. So it just, yeah. Jeremy gets Tourette's anytime he thinks about Dallas. Just, ah, pussy. It just, it just comes out. I just can't help it. I hate him. Unreal. Yikes. Uh, yeah. For all the reasons that I uh, pointed out with Dak, uh, and I just, Dallas is the better team. Uh, they played well all the way up till last week against Denver. I feel like that being another one of those anomaly games. Uh, give me Dallas here in a kick stomp. Next game. Kick I got stomp. In a okay. kick stomp. Next game, I got the New Orleans Saints. Losers of the OBJ uh, sweepstakes. Currently still starting Trevor Simeon. With a little bit of a mixture of Taysom Hill. Uh, Travel to the Tennessee Titans. The surprisingly hot Tennessee Titans are only favored by three points at home against the Saints. Seth, I'm going first. Uh, Give me the the Titans. Uh, Give me the Titans plus the world. Don't care. Um, I have no faith in uh, Simeon Simeon to keep going. Like, that guy, can he can spot you starts, but I just – everybody knows his weaknesses. Um, But, no, I think – there's not enough guys on that defense to put up with those Tennessee receivers. And as long as you get like decent Tannehill, they're going to put up 30. You know what I mean? Or damn near 30. So yeah, I'll take that for sure. You said it, Seth. What do you think? Uh, agree. 100% agree. Team in the Titans. 100%. Absolutely. And I think we know where this needs to lead on. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. The juice. Is loose all uh, over Tennessee Titans. If if this was a all different team, this is a different team. It warrant more discussion, but um, it's the Saints. Saints are kind of you know really trying to figure so. something out. No, I will say it's so. Okay. Uh, as much as I like Alvin Kamara, um, this is uh, Tennessee is just a better team right now. Uh, Saints, I don't know. Maybe they make the playoffs. Maybe they don't. They don't oh, look like it. Quick trivia but, for you. Oh no. Who's uh, who's Miami's third string quarterback? Oh, it's somebody new too, because uh, the Eagles just picked up their guy off the practice squad, if I remember right. Uh, I, I have no idea. I'm legit asking you because Brissett just went into the tent. And I don't know if two is even dressed or active or whatever, uh, but Brissette just went down. He's in the tent. So uh, Baltimore currently has the ball, but we'll see if he's uh, out there when Miami gets the ball back. Probably not then. Whoever, now they mentioned that. Whoever it was just got picked up by the Eagles like literally a week ago. We picked him up when Flacco got traded. 
Okay. Yeah. Anyways, continue on. My apologies. Honestly, I really have no idea. There's no one. It's just Jacoby and Tua. Well, interesting. I wonder if Tua have to be thrown in then. Or they just start Albert Wilson, <laughs> receiver who might have played a little quarterback in college. I was, um, yeah, I was gonna say you gotta have a spot starter there, but I Tua's questionable, right? Not out. He was it looks, questionable. Hey, you he know what? Out, I'll retract that statement. It looks like Jacoby's fine. He came out of the okay. tent. He's he's moving around. So there he, you go. I'm sure he'll be fine. And anyway, continue. Yes, let us continue. Next game, another large line for you, gentlemen. I got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts favored by ten and a half points at home. I guess the question is and a half points at home. Do the Jags do it two weeks in a row? And I'm uh, gonna say no. Yeah, I figured that was coming. Give me the Colts. Uh, Carson Wentz is going to play this game no matter what, even if his baby is popping out or not. He's playing ball. He said it himself. He said he'll play even if his wife is in labor on Sunday. Apparently, they're expecting pretty soon. He said he's playing regardless. Give me the Colts on this one. Jonathan Taylor's running wild. Carson Wentz is playing good ball. Give me the Colts. Jeremy. That will be Carson's second child. Um, As a man that recently had a child, I would not play a football game and miss that. That's just just going to throw that out there. Also, I don't like Carson Wentz. Um, it was 10 and a half. Against the Jaguars. In Indy. The Indianapolis Colts have 25-plus points in six straight games. Longest active streak. Um, I'm a – God, that's a lot of points. Yeah, give me the Colts. The Jaguars aren't very good at scoring. After all that. Still don't like Carson, and uh, he should still be there for his wife. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, Seth, you know what? The juice is loose, especially on Sunday. Colts are going to take this by two scores. Uh, I'm pretty confident. It's the Jaguars – even in a win, they only scored nine points. In the Bills' offense, there was something missing that day, obviously. So I don't put too much credence on that win for the Jags. Uh, give me the Colts, uh, and water finds its level in this game. Next game, Cleveland, the Bill Belichick Bowl at New England. New England favored by two and a half points. Really? Wow. Okay. Maybe it should be more. I don't know. The way the Browns have been playing. Well, they did come off a huge win. I was so going to say, know. I'm surprised the Browns aren't favored. But Pats are okay. playing well, too. This is two pretty even teams. Any, sorry. Oh, I no. guess. Interrupting. Not really. No, because uh, Cleveland, you're right. Cleveland, uh, on paper, should have been the better team. Uh, they're struggling, and New England's playing better than expected. So uh, this will be an interesting matchup here on Sunday. Again, New England favored by two and a half points. Jeremy. New England, two and a half, you said? Yes. At home? Yes. Over the Browns? Yes. Or is that what you're saying? New England, two and a half at home over the Browns. No, I think I'm going brownies here. Brownies. (laughs) The brownies. Cosmic brownies. Well... 
They're all right. Okay. Uh, give me the Pats. Ooh, give me the Pats did it. to take pretty much a pick em game for the most part. Give me the Pats at home. Bill Belichick knows what he's doing. Mac Jones is playing well. Pats are, Pats are looking too good right now to, uh, to, for me to go against them. Uh, yeah, they're hot. They're, they've won three in a row. Make it four. Give it to me. Make it four. Uh, interesting. I am going to go. Well, this is the first time you guys disagreed all night. I'm going to retract my statement, Owen. Just to, Oh, geez. Tua is now in. Tua is in. Tua's in. It looked like he said, they said he was cleared to play, but he was benched in favor of Jacoby. Uh, for health reasons or for play reasons? Probably because he's been off on and off, and Jacoby, you know, had a full week of practice, I assume. Yeah, and I know Tua's still dealing with the whole thumb. Thing, yeah. So, anyway, sorry, um, go ahead. Give me the Cleveland Brownies as road dogs coming in to Foxborough and stealing Ooh. a tight win. Road dogs. Stealing hey. a win. But the Browns do. They're good at that. I think so. I think it's a good, it's a good, solid, well fought defensive battle. 20 to 17 Brownies win. Fair enough. Fair enough. Next game. Seth, can the Buffalo Bills figure it out? Can they do it? Buffalo favored by 12 points on the road at the New York Jets. At the Mike White-led New York Jets. It was announced yesterday that Mike White will be starting. He's still starting, yeah. Zach Wilson's still hurt or whatever's going on there. You know what, Owen? Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills Mafia, and they're going to circle the Jets pretty hard this week after that embarrassing loss to the Jacks. I think they're going to put up big-time points. Give me the Bills. Okay. Okay. He said it. He's brave enough. Jeremy, are you so, brave enough? Brissett was replaced with Tua Tunga by Loa. Yes. Breaking yes, news. indeed. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> what was my bad? Had to go warm up some milk real quick. Um, Owen, what was the line for this one? Juice was loose. Huh? Shut. Don't even. Don't even go there. Buffalo favored by 12 points on the road at the Jets. Holy shit, 12 Exactly. Points. The spread last week hey. was 14 and a half for the Jaguars, and uh, they quite missed the mark on that Bill, one. Bills have covered that line before. Don't, don't give me that. The Bills have covered that line before. All right, here's the deal, boys. I'm just saying. Um, here's the deal. It's going to be a bounce-back game because the Bills fell into a trap game last week for sure, the Josh Allen show, um, and the Jets suck. So got some numbers for you. The Jets have allowed 31 and a half points per game this year and just shy of 410 yards per game this season. Both are most in the NFL. Um, Josh Allen is the type of guy that can just put up numbers in a hurry. I think Mike White will make this real interesting because I think that dude's the real deal. Like, I actually do think he's good. Um, but, yeah, I'll take the Bills to, to eclipse that. I say nah. Give me Mike White. Magic Mike. He's all in on Magic Mike. I think that the Bills can still win win by 10 here, but the line is too much. 
Let me see the Bills come back to form because this isn't the only struggle game that they've had this year, mind you. They've uh, barely pulled out uh, a win against the Dolphins, uh, lost to the Steelers, uh, lost to the Titans, big loss to the Jags. They got something to figure out, much like the Chiefs, just to a little lesser degree. Give me the Jets to stay within 12 and a half. Give him the jet ski. Yikes. <clears throat> All right, Owen takes the L on that one. Moving on. Big, <laughs> you, you'll see. You'll, you'll all see. They're all see. <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> okay. What do we got next? I got – just had it here. Okay, Detroit Lions at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers. Can I give you my prediction already? Uh, how many, you know, over under five kneecaps eaten? I'll go over on that. Definitely. Fair enough. Seth, you had a prediction? Is that what you said? Yeah. I don't care what the line is. Give it to me. Oh, okay. Detroit. 100% no. Okay. You know, that's Pittsburgh. Now, do you want to guess the line? I'm going to say. I'm going to guess it too. I'm going to say pretty close to double digits 10, 11, 9, in that area. 9 to 11 is my guess. Whoa. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Um, Is it in. uh... It's at home, isn't it? Steelers are at home. Joking, of course. Pittsburgh is at home. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's got to be pretty close. Eight and a half. The line is eight whole points. Okay. A little short. Okay. A little shorter than I thought. All right. All yeah. right. Steelers favored by eight, uh, mainly because they haven't been putting up a lot of points. Maybe they're a better team by a good margin, but they haven't been beating the pants off of teams, True. so to speak. True. So, uh, and the Lions are off and on. They cover sometimes, and then they'll get blown out by the Eagles. Just happens. Happens that way. By the Eagles. By the Eagles. Steelers, again, favored by eight points at home, 42 and a half Point over under, obviously pointing to a low scoring game. Steph takes the Steelers. Jeremy, do you agree? Still taking the Steelers. Still. I, yeah, I I'm actually going to take the Lions here. I'm going to take the Lions here because uh, the I'm Steelers. Break your kneecaps. Goddamn. Uh, don't come to ball next week. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to take the Lions because the Steelers are not good at offense or running the ball. And I think this will end up being low scoring by like a touchdown. Fair enough. Uh, same thing kind of happened to the to the game against the Bears. They were up big, let the Bears come back. The Bears. The refs, the refs assisted in the Bear uh, in the Bears losing that game. Um, but regardless, I'm going to pick the Steelers here. I think they're underrated. I think they have. I think they tee off a little bit in the passing game, and then just hand the ball to Naj. Run it up to gut with Naj for the second half. Let him bust some kneecaps. He probably will. Hopefully not his own. Give me the Steelers. I mean, he was was sleeping on a floor, you know, for homeless or whatever it was. Okay, Brian Greasy. No, he wasn't. Proved wrong. That was kind of a – yeah, that was a weird ordeal. That was. Very much so. Next game, I got Tampa Bay at – the Washington football team, um, uh, a, a rematch 
of the wild card game. I think it was wild card game. Yeah. Cause then they played wild the card, yep. against the saints. Yep. Wild card week rematch. Tampa Bay travels to Washington yet again, but still they're favored by nine and a half points on the road. What do you think? Tampa's favored by nine and a half. Me. Nine and give a half me Tampa. Give me Tampa by nine and a half. Well, well then. Well then. I'll you know what? Owen, you know what? Give Tell me you. that football team. Keep it within. Keep it within 10. Nine and a half, whatever. Same difference. Keep it. Give, just- me, give me the football team. Taylor Heineke, that was his showing out game. He's going to come back. He's going to light it up again. He's going to keep it close. I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll keep it close. Taylor Haneke is playing Seth, for his job pretty much. Let's do it. Seth, can I ask you a question? Sure. Always. If Tom Brady wasn't the quarterback of the Bucs, would you still have that same, same line? 100%. <laughs> All right. You guys disagree. I thought about picking the football team here, but I dug a little deeper. They're one in seven against the spread on the year. They're just bad. As much as I, as much as I want to think about what they could have been and how good the defense could have been, how good the offense uh, with Harry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson, but here we are Still, you know, waving in the wind with Taylor Heineke. Give me the Tampa Bay Bucks by 10. Cover that nine and a half spread. It's going to be a big Mike Evans game, I bet. You're counting on Mike Evans. Hey, eh? there's one way to beat Tom Brady, and that's pressure him up the middle, and that's what Washington does best. So, Too bad they haven't done it all, week, not- all year. You know what? Then there's it's about time they break to, out. All right, Owen. There's one way to get your ass kicked by Tom Brady, and that's really having a bad pass defense. And Washington is really good at having a bad pass defense. Hey, they're good at something. Not covering people. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Next game. Start the afternoon slate off. Carolina Panthers coming in with P.J. Walker at the helm. We'll have to wait another week for Cam Newton to get his return start. Uh, Darnold's out, you know, I mean, he's out for a few weeks, but he's essentially out for the season. Um, Travel to the Arizona Cardinals, still not confirmed, confirmed that Kyler's back. It looks like he will be. It's trending towards he will. Yeah, it's not been confirmed yet, but it looks like he will play. Hopkins is also probably a little over 50% on his return, but that is still a question mark. Um, I mean, that defense is playing great ball, and the Panthers are very middling. But the line takes that into account because the Cardinals are favored by 10.5 points at home against, what are they, 4-4? and four? Panthers are four, four and five. Four and five. That's what it was. Four and five. Panthers. Seth. Ten and a half points to the Cardinals. Give me the cards. Flying high. Flying high against PJ Walker. Come on. That's embarrassing. 
Of course. Give me the Cardinals. He said embarrassing. Cool story. PJ Walker, cool story. XFL guy, it things is. like that. But yeah, it's a cool story. I mean, come on. Give me the cards. Jeremy. Ten and a half. Ten and a half points at home. He's really thinking we don't, about this one. And we don't know if Kyler's playing. It's like, yeah, like Seth said, trending. But do you care with uh, what they did to the Niners last week? I actually do. I do think that they could keep it within 10. So that's what he's picking? In Arizona, right? In Arizona. Give me the Panthers. I think this is going to be... Give me the Panthers. Yikes. Okay. Wow. Owen, where are you going? What's the pass to what's the pass for the, the Panthers to cover that spread? What needs to happen? Run the ball. What needs to happen? The, the Carolina Panthers? Panthers defense. The Carolina Panthers defense has just got to play the way they do. And especially right. if it's not Kyler out there. I mean, the Panthers defense is good. It was the Cardinals. P.J. Walker is the type of guy you're not going to have a good game plan for him. He'll pull off some random miraculous plays, you know, kind of like Kyler type plays. He just doesn't have the arm Kyler does um, and make it interesting. I think the Cardinals win, but I think it's more of like a slugfest type. Um, And I'm actually like, if you want Kyler to get back and make that playoff push, why not sit him against the lowly Panthers? You know what I mean? What? Why not win me a fantasy game and start him? Because you don't matter to the Cardinals. Wow. Wow. Okay. Reality We're not checks. sponsored by the Cardinals, Seth. We're sponsored by Anchor. So, oh, there's there our But um, uh, Jeremy, you're so you're taking into account the possibility uh, possibility that Kyler doesn't play. Yeah, I think uh, I'm taking the possibility of the Cardinals letting their guys sit an extra week. And the Panthers' defense just actually being pretty solid. And P.J. Walker, like I said, I could see P.J. Walker having kind of like one of those wow games where everybody's like, maybe you could go with P.J. Walker. But, uh, no, nah, I think I think this game will be within 10. Cardinals win, but I think it'll be within 10. Okay. You know what? I'll let you, I'll let you bear that fruit because you're absolutely wrong. But it's fine. It's going to be the Cardinals here by 20. Hey. Maybe when, maybe when Cam comes back and starts ripping, ripping off some touchdowns, maybe I'll think about it. But for right now, give me the Cardinals. PJ Walker is going to look better than Cam. Mark my words. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. They'll both look like shit, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next game, no, they won't. They might put up a game. Uh, next game, we got Minnesota Vikings playing their AFC uh how could you say their their sister team in the way that both teams seem to like losing in the final seconds via uh, missed field goal or made field goal on the other side i'm talking about the los angeles chargers vikings travel to la la favored by three points at home minnesota four and four against the spread chargers five and three Again, Chargers favored by three points at home? Question mark? Jeremy, start us off. 
Um, three points at home to the Chargers. Chargers can't stop the run. Vikings just seen that last week. Dalvin's really good. Give me the Vikings. Now, wow. here's the one troublesome thing about this. The Vikings, like, literally hate to win. <laughs> They're just like, hey, it's the third quarter. We're up by 14. Stop fucking scoring. Let them score. That's what they pretty much do. Um, no, I could see this being like a huge Delvin game. Um, so yeah, give me, you said, you said it's three, three points. Yeah. Give me the Vikings. Give me the Vikings up a big game by Delvin for sure. I also think it'll probably be, you know, a run heavy game. Uh, though when they were, should have been more creative in weeks past, maybe they get a little too creative this week and then really F things up again. That seems like what Vikings fans have come to expect at this point. That seems to be the Zimmer way. So, Seth, do the Vikings climb out, take a win from a good team? Absolutely not. Oh. Come on. You said- I know better than that. I know better than pick the Vikings any week. Especially against a good team like the Chargers. What about last week, Seth? What what happened? They lost. Hey, they the lost by three. Yeah, I mean, Ravens are favored by like seven. Yeah, well, Chargers can cover three. They can cover three. Okay, you know, give me the Chargers. I want to make a oh, before you before you go. I want to make a quick point. You guys are referencing the Chargers as a good team. I don't think there's a whole lot of difference between these two teams. I mean, oh, okay. Well, that's the most heinous thing you've said all night. I, I mean, I watched that game, Eagles Chargers, and the Eagles are not a good team, and like we were shot for shot with them. Um, Herbert's I mean, you watch the Vikings, though, don't you? I just, I just want to, I just want to point much. something out quick. I just want to remind the the listeners out here that Jeremy picked the Chargers to win the AFC West. Oh, I did, I did, but uh, Owen, it's not any better for us because we picked the Chiefs. Well, so. <laughs> here's my deal with this here's my deal these two being three and five and five and three they're a lot closer i think than we're we're really making this out to be and uh i am a true believer in like most teams are damn near 500 and then it's just the breaks you get on the year injuries you know in-game breaks aj green not turning around that type of shit um no i think I can't imagine the Vikings coming off a week where they see what the Eagles did to the Chargers and going, hey, we have a top five running back. I can't see them screwing this up. I just can't. True, true. Um, yeah. Honestly, but that's if, you Mike Zimmer, this, if you come out of this and, and if Cook doesn't have 25-plus touches, how do you not, like, go, hey, Zimmer's not the guy. He's got to go. You know what I mean? Um, no, I truly – I I think the Vikings are going to win this. I Like, I really think that. Yeah. Well, I don't, uh, and I'll tell you why. That's fine. That's fine. The, the one last thing I just wanted to throw on there, I really only think it's Herbert. You just ruined my transition, and you, you, and then you took away my point. Well, how do you feel about that? You took away – I had a transition, and you took it away, and then you eliminated the point that I was going to make. You I just, feel fine about it. You had the Cowboys in your top five A and B, so any bad things I do to you right now – And you just I'm picked okay the Vikings to win an NFL football game. Just one is a bad thing. Just one NFL football game. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I'm picking the Chargers. <laughs> Give me the Chargers, uh, if only for the sole reason that uh, the Vikings cornerbacks think Pat Pete's on injured reserve. Bishop Breland is questionable for this game, uh, was the last update. 
Uh, Anthony Barr also questionable after having that big play in overtime. Uh, and then, so you're going to have Mike Williams against Cam Dantzler. You know, I see Yikes. a big game from Herbert here. Yikes. Uh, I, I do see, I do see good work for Dalvin on the other side. I don't think Kirk will be throwing it too much, which might be a good uh, plus. Side you don't for... think, but it ends up being that he does throw a lot. Uh, y- you're right. I just, you know, if they're smart, it'll be a run, run heavy attack this week. Um, but like I said, I think Herbert, Herbert successes outweigh anyone else's. Give me the chargers to win this game. Uh, if they get messed up by the spread, I'm fine with it. Uh, I think they'll win the, win the game. Therefore I'll take them minus three. Deal. Deal. Howie. Exactly. Jeremy's on Minnesota, Seth and I on the chargers. I'll take that lone wolf. After watching the Chargers play last week, I will 100% take that lone wolf. Now, do you think you'll be the lone wolf uh, betting the Broncos this week against your poor Eagles? What is your guess? You guys are going to bet Eagles? Well, I don't know. Maybe just to spite you. I mean, we always like doing that. What's the line? You're going to pick the Eagles to win a football game? (laughs) <laughs> you're right that might be you know more uh problematic for my credibility than yours so let's tee it off eagles traveling to mile high stadium three and six two and two on the road on the year but four and five against the spread actually you know it's not two it's not not the worst broncos though coming off a big win after losing von miller uh Play at home, five and four, two and two at home, also five and four against the spread. They are favored by two and a half points against the Eagles. Now, to me, again, thing to remember is usually you get three points at home automatically. If there are two teams that are equal, the, the home team is going to be minus three. Is Vegas trying to say that? Philadelphia will be favored on a neutral field. And what do you think about that? Jeremy. What do you think about that? What do I think about that? You want to know something? I think this game has this setup to be just kind of stupid as an Eagles fan, like as a fan of a team in this game, I think it's honestly going to piss me off. Um, I kind of had that same thought in my head. Yeah. Um, that's just where I'm at with it. Cause I think it's going to be like, this is probably going to be a low scoring game. I get the feeling. And, uh, I get the feeling the Eagles are going to lean on the run again. And I get the feeling they're going to just go, let's play too deep the whole time. Teddy's going to get in the Teddy role and he's just going to under the throw short the whole time. Um, you said it's two and a half, two and a half. to Denver at home. Yep. Man, how do you not pick Denver there? You know what I mean? I was wondering if you'd find a way. Mm-hmm. Jordan Howard might pop off. Well, maybe not pop off. He might end, fall into the end zone a few times, though. I was going to say, might fall into the end zone. Um, Denver's defense isn't as bad as LA's. Yeah, give me Denver here. Just in basically a pick'em. Seth, to you. I will, 
I will also take the Denver Broncos. They're flying high at home. Grounding the Eagles, though. Yeah. Give them the Broncos at home. If this was in Philly, if this was in Philly, I'd probably take the Eagles, but give me the home favorite. Seth, you want to know why you shouldn't take the Eagles? And I might actually just talk myself into taking the Eagles. Um, The Eagles haven't won a game at home this year. All right. So you're saying you're, you just mean to say they're three wins. We're on the road. All of them are on the road. Now I'm going to stay Denver. Three and two on the road. Okay. Yeah, give me Denver. Denver always seems to be a little bit more of a competitive advantage for home field. Seth, sorry, I stepped on you. Go ahead. No, no. Are you sure? No, I think I stepped on you. You were trying to do an intro. No, and I, kind of uh, no I did. No, I stepped on you because I feel like you're supposed to be saying something right now. After we all agreed on Denver. On the, the juice is loose. My Denver. Here as a consensus for the pot uh, against the Beautiful. poor Eagles, but we know what happens. Jeremy just picks the, picks against the Eagles, so he can be happy when they win. Got to, right? That's fair. No, it's good. It's a way, good way to do it. Um, we'll see what happens coming up in this next game for Seth and I, as the Seattle Seahawks travel to Lambeau Field. Green is Bay. Russ back? Is Russ back? Both. Uh, quarterbacks look to be starting on Sunday was the latest report. Yep. Yeah. I was going to say it hasn't been confirmed. Like Rogers hasn't been confirmed yet, but once again, yeah, they both look to play. It doesn't look like either will be confirmed until Sunday morning, but yes, there you go. So with that in mind, Green Bay favored by three and a half points at home. Uh, I believe Seattle, I think there's like a three to four game win streak for Green Bay at home against Seattle since uh, I can't remember. I think it was like 2014 or 2013, maybe if you count playoff games. Uh, so we'll see what you think. Seth, go ahead. Well, of course, give me the old Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is back. Russell Wilson is also back, planning on it. I'm planning on both playing. That's where I'll take my prediction. Uh, the, the, this is a rebound game for the Packers. They're going to want to see um, Aaron Rodgers back in there. They're going to be happy for that. It's at home. Yeah, G- give me the Packers to uh, to put a good, but put a good licking on them. Licking. Three and a half at home for Green Bay. I am 100 percent taking that. I think I'd take that if it was seven and a half at home. I think I'd take that if it was 10 and a half at home. You guys getting Rodgers back, it's going to be, you know, a statement game. Um, even no matter what was the situation with Russ, I think I would take just about anything for Green Bay this game. I'm with you. Hard for me not to take Green Bay. I think they're one of the best in the NFL. So uh, big win over the Seattle Seahawks. Seth. Give me some of that cheesy juice is loose. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll take Packers by a touchdown here. 28-21-ish. Next game. Moving on. Sunday night. AFC West battle. The Chiefs at the Raiders. The first game. Now, every game for the Chiefs is really like, you got to figure it out now. Like, now is time. But now is really the time. 
as uh, what is it a three-way tie at the top of the division, and none of those teams are the Chiefs. I think the Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers are all pretty much. The Broncos and the Chiefs have the same record. Chargers, Raiders are tied atop. But the Broncos and the Raiders, or Broncos and Chiefs are a game behind. So it's, okay. it's pretty much all locked up there. They're all there. So which means that winning your division divisional game is so goddamn huge this, this year, or especially at this point in the season. Chiefs need this win. They're traveling to the Death Star uh, in Las Vegas. Sunday night football. Figure it out. Latest odds is I got the Chiefs favored by two and a half points against the Raiders who seem to cannot get away from off-field struggles. Trouble. Yeah, another one. Yep. Yeah. Another one. Now, what do you think about this, Seth? Chiefs favored by two and a half points on the road. Give me the Raiders. Whoa. Boom. Give it to me. Give me the Raiders at home. Chiefs, I I look at last week, what have you done for me lately? They should have lost to the lowly Packers with Jordan Love at the helm. Yeah, give me the the Chiefs there. Carr probably covered up that defense. I mean, I think it'll be a high-scoring game, to be honest. I mean, both teams don't have great defenses. Raiders have a slightly better defense. But still, I think this will be high-scoring. Give me the Raiders to win it. Ooh. The Raiders beating the Chiefs on Sunday night would be so huge. 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 Two and a half in Vegas, huh? Yep. I'm actually going to take the Chiefs to get it right. I just can't see Reed continuously floundering like this. I just – I don't see it. Um, with everything going on with the Raiders, something's got to give eventually. You know what I mean? So, now I think this will be – a coach him up game for Andy. I think Big Red will, I think he'll pull it out. Okay. <clears throat> Opposite sides. This one's a hard one for me. Um, the Ray, okay, the Raiders, the Chiefs are the story in this one, right? But the Raiders have had, you know, pretty similar inconsistencies. Uh, they were able to handle the Broncos and the Eagles in the past couple of weeks. And then they ended up losing a second half lead against the Giants. Uh, And we all know what we all think about the Giants. Also, the Chiefs barely hanging on to a lead against the Giants. I don't know. This is – and I want to say that the defense – because if you look at stats, uh, it'll tell you that the defense has improved over the last few weeks. Again, you look at their last two games against Jordan Love and the JV squad – and also the Giants. So, that being said, I'm going to pick the Chiefs 31-27. Barely covering the spread against the Raiders, pulling it out. Uh, I don't know if they'll figure it out, uh, but I am looking forward to an entertaining game. And uh, and I'm going to take this, take what the Chiefs should be. I usually don't take the the Chiefs spread because they always lose it from the past two years. But this is a special occasion on Sunday Night Football. So uh, I'm the lone wolf here, eh? The lone wolfin. Yes, you are. Beautiful. Love it. 
Love when I am. All right. I think we got one game left, right, Owen? Finally, we get to the Odell Bowl. Or no. Odell Bowl. Nah, okay. He's not playing. We all know he's not playing. I'm assuming you're going to say this is going to be a good one? Uh, I think it's going to be a laugher. Okay. (laughs) You know what? You might be right with that. Two NFC West teams coming off an embarrassing loss. Matchup on Monday night this week. We got the Rams traveling to San Francisco. 49ers fresh off McCoy or Colt McCoy and John Connor. James Connor, but John Connor making the Niners look silly. Uh, this line interests me. The Rams are favored by four points on the road against the Niners. Jeremy, I have a feeling I Just know where four you're points, going. Eh? I have a feeling. Actually, I have a feeling. I know where both of you are going with this one. Go ahead. Four points at home is what you said on saying? the road. On the road. At so just the Niners. Read- McVeigh is four and one on Monday night football in the McVeigh era. Great stat for the Rams. Um, it's crazy because in a one-on-one matchup, I'd take I'd take Shanahan, but uh, you gotta go Rams here, right? You have to. I'm right? trying to find reasons not to. Right? I'll let you know if I do. I can't think of any reason not to. Like, regardless of Odell, I mean, Von Miller's for sure going to play in this one. Let's Um, not overthink this one, I say. I don't – yeah, just Rams. (laughs) Move on. You can't overthink it. I mean, yeah, Owen, you could try all night to come up with ideas on how the Niners could could pull this one off. Um, Yeah, give them the Rams. Come on. To me, it's got to be the Rams. Um, they sucked it up against the Titans, but the defense actually didn't really play that bad. Less than 200 yards of offense given away to the Titans. And uh, uh, the turnovers ruined the matchup. I don't see that beat. That's not like a sustainable thing, you know, for a team that has been playing pretty perfect ball up to this point. Um the Rams just look to be the much better team. Give them, give me the Rams by 10. I could see it. Absolutely. Okay. So you know what that means? That. For the finale, Owen, the finale to end it. The juice is. Ooh. I almost am rooting for a more wild week. I would like to see. Are you kidding me? After this last week, week, I can't handle it. This week, top last week is what I'm looking for. All I'm right. looking as long as the Packers, you know, that's what I want. I want to see the Packers score like 50. I would Give love me that. some real wild. I could see, I could see it. I could, I could see it. Rodgers, and then you, you, all that, all everything Rodgers has just built up over the last week and a half. Owen, you talk about a chip. He's always got the chip. He found it. it. Like he needed it this year. It's like ginormous now. You know what I mean? And then I. And then I'd like to see the uh, the Eagles not run one single pass play. I can get behind that, actually. I just – I can. <laughs> a little if, Army-Navy uh, action here? 
if Jalen like ran for a hundred and then Howard ran for a hundred and a couple of touchdowns, I could, I could get with that. <laughs> I could, if it came in a W give it to me. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Good slate though. All right. Beautiful. That is the line is right as always. All right. As we always end the show here this season, I got a couple of trivia questions for you boys. Jeremy's back after last week. Owen struggled a bit with only I one brain. Did. Yeah. All right. Here it is. Question one for you. Justin Herbert has 56 total touchdowns through his first 23 games. The third most by a quarterback in their first 25 games. Who are the other two that are ahead of him? Starts or games pro? Uh, I'm going to say games pro. It doesn't say starts. It just says their first games played. One repeat of the question. Okay. Justin Herbert has 56 total touchdowns as of last weekend through his first 23 games. The third most by a quarterback in their first 25 games ever since the merger. Who are the only two quarterbacks that are ahead of them? Seth, I feel like I've seen this a week ago for some reason. It's got to be it's got to be Lamar Jackson, right? He's got to be one of them. Lamar's for sure one of them, and I because I, I think Lamar just did it last year. I'd assume. God, I feel like some, well, Lamar didn't play his first season. Justin got t- tossed right in. That's where it'd be a little off there. You know what I mean? That's why I asked starts or games pro, you know? I assume it's games pro. It just says their first 25 games. So the stats are what and what? First 25 games, how many touchdowns? Um, Justin Herbert has 56 total through his first 23 games, the third most by a quarterback in their first 25. Here's my hint. He'll be probably number two after this weekend. So, and he's number he's number one right now. He's number three. He'll probably be number two after this weekend because this is his first twenty three games. This is a stat for the first twenty five games. So this will be game twenty four for him. He'll probably be number two. Actually, I'm I guarantee you he'll be number two if he oh, if he scores one touchdown. He said total, so it's got to be like Lamar or Josh Allen. Give me Lamar and Josh Allen. All right. Jeremy says Lamar and Josh Allen. Owen, what say you? Lamar? Cam, maybe? Uh, I mean, I mean, Mahomes is always a good guess for first, you know, first career starts. I feel like it's too chalky, but I'm going to say it since he picked uh, Allen. I'm going to go Lamar and Mahomes. Lamar and Mahomes. I almost wanted to say you – all were incorrect, but Owen did get one. Pat Mahomes. Mahomes has 70. He's He leads, and he will. Well, time out. I just want to throw one more just guess out, okay? Okay. This person, yeah. this quarterback, he is currently tied for with 56. Mahomes has 70. So unless Herbert scores 14 touchdowns in his next two games. So this guy, he's tied with Herbert. Can he still add to that, or is he past those amount of games? He is past. Give me Dak Prescott. That was a name. That was actually a name that I was about to say. Or it's um, Carson. Or it's Carson. I would say Dak over Carson. Carson's got the one big year though, and Dak got hurt. Well, they both so got he, hurt. Okay, I say Dak. He says Carson. There you go. That's sick. I say Dak. He says Carson. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you're both wrong, so it don't matter. Goddamn. Deshaun Watson. Ah, okay. I Who is that? Completely scrubbed from my mind. I don't even think about him in a football I, team. I, I, I mean, yeah, you're think. right. You're right. But, yeah, he has 56 as well. He had 56 through his first 23. Got it. Okay. 25 games. Yeah, it, it, so. it, it aligns. Yeah, it makes sense. Yep. Mm. All right. My next one, this will probably be pretty easy. Uh, was a phenomenon last week. Well, there was a lot of that last week. But, anyways, this team is the first team to score three plus 60, three 60 plus yard touchdowns in a single game. The first team to do it since the Eagles did this in 2000. Say it one more time. So, this team is the first team since the Eagles did it in 2000 to score three 60-plus yard touchdowns in a single game. And they just did it? Or they what? just did it. Give me the Minnesota Vikings. Week nine, this team did this. Three 60-plus yard touchdowns, the first time since the Eagles did it in 2000. Was it the Colts? You can sound confident about the Vikings. I'll say the Colts. Vikings and Colts, neither are correct. It was indeed the Cleveland Browns. Ooh. I believe they had an interception return for 60-plus. Yeah, Paul oh, Jones. And, and then, I believe a fumble Chuck. return as well. Oh, I think. I, I went Vikings because I remember they had a kickoff return. I was like, well, that's an easy one then. So Beautiful. wait a second. Do you have the numbers up for the Eagles? Because I just want to throw out three names and see if I can get it right. I don't. I don't have the Eagles ones. No. If I was to guess, who would have been? Yeah. Who would you guess? Two thousand. Brian Westbrook. This has got to be one of them. Whether that's running, uh, receiving, or uh, returning. Lito Shepard has got to be another one on a pick. I would assume against the Cowboys. And then Westbrook, Lido, and then give me – I'll just go with uh, Todd Pinkston. Oh, you didn't give a year? You just said the 2000s? Two, no, 2000, the year 2000. Year 2000. Yeah, they I'm did in 2000. I'm, I'm really confident about Lido and Westbrook. I'm just trying to remember who the returner was at that point in time. West Westbrook was on there at in 2000. You know what? That's a good call, Owen. I don't think he was. He might have got drafted in 02. Um, so then it probably would have been Coral Buckhalter, maybe. Because McNabb, so McNabb was drafted in 99. I'm like, damn sure it was Lito Shepard. Like, that's gotta be Lito, because he did that a few times. Um you know brian westbrook got drafted 2002 or 2003 ah hold on i'll come back let me come back to them he got drafted oh two oh two oh two i'm like positive it would have been Lido. like positive he'd be one of them um and like I said, I bet it happened against the Cowboys. Lido Shepard was also drafted in 2002. Damn. Um, so probably Troy Vincent. We're just Maybe guessing Daw- though. Maybe Dawkins, because Dawkins was there. Could have been. I don't know. That that'll oh, be something we'll oh, have to figure out. Nobody pulls it up. 
No, I couldn't I, find it. I, it's it's not easily findable. I, I was yeah. looking. But... You you got to search through games and things like that. So, all right. Anyways, now I can officially say it, Owen. After waiting a couple of days, we're gonna get some snow up here. Did you know that? Our first snowfall Tonight. in good old Wisconsin. Hey, Seth, Tonight, right? uh, we got some in Hayward while I was there today. Really? Okay, beautiful. Yep. Well, we're getting it here in Eau Claire tonight. Also, a happy Veterans Day, everybody out there, all the veterans, things like that. Happy Veterans Day. I, you might not listen to it on Veterans Day, but happy Veterans Day regardless. Hey, don't have to be pro-war to be pro-warrior. Happy Veterans Day. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Anyways, hey, I got the. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about snow some more. I got, I got the, I got the touchdowns, Jeremy. You ready? Okay. Yes, I am. Let me. Okay, let me have hints. You, first. you're not going to get these. I, I don't know these names. You're not going to get these. Or you, you might. You hear them. You'll be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But here we go. Donovan Mc, uh, Donovan McNabb, seventy-yard pass to Torrance Small. That name I recognize. Tim Dwight with a 70-yard punt return. Don't know him. Brian Mitchell with an 89-yard kickoff return. So that's who I was trying to think of because Brian Mitchell was our kick and punt returner, and that's the name I was trying to think of, but I couldn't pull it. He's and now, a yards. And then add in a Brian Mitchell with an 85-yard rush touchdown just after that. Hey, yep. look Brian at that. Brian Mitchell, he played for uh, the formerly known as Washington Absolutely. Redskins. Yeah, exactly. And, he stayed uh, in the East no, his whole career. He did. No, Mitchell, that was the name I was trying to pull. I was like, he was the kick and punt returner before we got Westbrook, but uh, I just couldn't think of his name. That dude's name always eludes me, but he was, I mean, he's second all time with all, all, uh, all time yards. He is. Indeed, he is. He was great on the Eagles as a kick and punt returner. All right. Anyways, as always, have a good weekend. Watch some football. College football still out there. Basketball is out there. Lots, lots to watch. Live long and prosper, as Owen is saying right now. Have a good weekend. Enjoy some football. Adios. 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 That dude is a guy. That guy is a dude.